When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on! Are you ready? Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney is out. He's got some uh, some boils on his nether regions, You're and so such a he's liar. Uh, he's not going to be here for a couple of days. Well, I feel bad for everybody on that Disney cruise then. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. If you missed it, Audrey has been dubbed Baldry because she. You are so foul for that, by the way. She had COVID not that long ago, and she's got a little bald spot now, and so she's been working on her comb over this week. Got a slick back pony happening. The Dave and Mahoney show. Are you Scottish? Yeah, just English, Scottish, Irish, white. You are the whitest white person that I've ever met. Literally, <laughs> there's not an ounce of seasoning in this mayonnaise. <laughs> I am from the land of overcast. It's a good thing that God made women that way. He did it on purpose. Message that is a guy who didn't like us at first. That's that's the guy who told us to shut up and then stop talking. Hello. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so if you were a fan of Twitter, you know that it's changed quite a bit under Elon Musk. And one of his big things is that he wants to try to get rid of the bots. And, I mean, I don't really know why because there's just bots everywhere. And that's kind of been like the hallmark of a lot of social media platforms Yeah, no, forever. but get rid of the bots. I don't disagree no, with that. No, I totally agree with that, but it comes at a price. So yeah. now they're going to start charging all users who want to use X, formerly known as Twitter. See, nobody's really on it anymore. And if you want to pay for it, cool, go ahead. You're going to be talking to yourself. Yeah, it, uh, it seems like a lot of people, at least that I know, have gotten off it. I mean, there's still a lot of content that's on there. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of videos. And, and like when people are out and about f- for newsworthy things, it seems like a lot of people that are doing, whether it's real reporting or faux reporting or whatever, like they're still posting stuff. But if everything goes behind a paywall, that's when it ends. You know, because you're not able to yeah. embed these things into news articles and other websites, which I always felt like, you know, Twitter did a better job than Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or, or even TikTok. TikTok in that manner, Twitter's embed for articles and other and other sources was the best. And now, if it's going to be behind a paywall, it already is. It already is worse than it was. So, I mean, maybe this is a way to reinvent it. But I don't think that uh, you know there's a reason why things like you know terrestrial radio continue to exist because there's no barrier to entry when it comes to payment. You know, people don't want to pay for certain things, especially if you've been getting those things for free for years. You know how many times I've gone to Wall Street Journal and clicked out because <laughs> I could not access the article? Yeah, like, oh, this is really interesting. It's not that interesting. Um, yep. not yeah. that interesting. Enough I'm not paying a dollar Wall Street Journal. New York Times or Wall Street Journal yeah. or any of them, right? Um, and yeah, I mean, the, I will say though, I mean, like Threads came along and everyone's like, wow, Threads is going to... Threads sucks. I'm just not interested. I know, I just I did tried. it as a slap in the face to Twitter. I mean, it's yeah. not even Twitter anymore. We can't even call it that. It's not what it is. It's X. Yeah. And I did it just to say, screw you yeah. to yep. to Elon and to, to 
That used to be my favorite app. It, same. It used and to be my favorite social media. And it's just not that anymore. Yeah. And I don't know if getting rid of the bots is going to help. Adding a paywall in order to get people who like want to be there to stay there. Like I don't. I don't know. So the thinking is they put the paywall up, and obviously that's going to eliminate you know some of the bots just inherently. But then also uh, it's going to be like one payment method per person supposedly. So you can't just set up you know as many accounts as you want. And if that cuts down on some of like the ridiculous disinformation and everything else that's out there, and sure. Like, Governments weaponizing social media, looking at you, Russia. I yep. mean, then good, but I, I just don't know. I don't. I don't really trust anything that Elon. He's done such a bad job with it so far. I'm just done with. Well, yeah, him. because I feel like it's hard to trust a uh, you know a billionaire whenever they're cutting uh, the the head off of their own people. Like yeah. you're you're like you're seeing there's people sleeping on the floors yeah. just trying to make it to where they're proving to Elon that they are deserving to continue to work for X. Garbage. Garbage. That's that's where I was like, yuck. Well, and Elon has been one of those people, and this is the good news today, that has been very against remote work, but they're saying that a, a new survey was done. They're saying that approximately 32.6 million workers in the United States alone will be fully remote by the end of 2025. That's about 25% of the population. Which is so interesting because you also see reports where people are trying to say that remote work is not as <laughs> not as beneficial as going to work. And I just... I, I, I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, I don't know where, where we, it works. We tried it, right? Like, we did the remote work it when we were during the pandemic. It doesn't work for us, because I, but I feel like we're in a slightly different situation. I think, you know, if, if one of us needed to be gone for an extended period of time, and that's, you know, we could make that work. But we're in a studio. There is a rapport. You know, there is a energy that exists. And that's hard to recreate through the Internet. It doesn't matter how good of friends you are. It's the same thing when I'm, you know, talking to my friends on the phone or FaceTime or, you know, playing Call of Duty versus hanging out in real life there is yeah. there is a, a slightly there's a different thing there but i did hear an interesting take which i loved that if your job can be done remotely and your job forces you to come into the uh the building you should be compensated for your commute time oh i don't interesting tend to disagree i mean the expense of coming in is on you yep. when you're doing it for no real reason like yep. the, the, because a company wants such it a- yeah because i mean we are seeing it's three years that's a really good point mahoney it's three years in companies know whether or not that you're actually you know doing a good job from home or whether or not you like can, you need to have everybody come back into well, building Save. you know look at your like if you're in sales or if you're you know in an industry where you're, you're you know you your can there are metrics that you can track jobs and say whether or not you are doing a good job or not. And if I can do a good job, what you consider to be what needs to be done, and I can do it from home, what, what's what's the issue here? There's probably too many people touching themselves. Yeah, well, I mean, the that, that, that was my favorite part of the pandemic. Like, all these people, like, forgetting their Zoom cameras on and just going Like, you are a judge. <laughs> like, what are you doing, your honor? <laughs> I mean, they were doing that under those robes anyway. <laughs> oh, no. All right, let's get things going. Thanks for hanging out today. Dave Mahoney. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we've all been a part of, like, wild sports celebrations before. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember when I was in college and, you know, going to University of South Carolina. You know, the team hadn't won a game in a couple of years, and they win that first game. It was the second season that Lou Holtz was there, and everyone runs out onto the field. And we ripped down the goalposts, and that was pretty nuts. And, like, we carried them down to the five points district where all the drinking was going on, and they 
some of the bars still have like chunks in there because they sawed up the goalpost. And then the following week, we beat Georgia, which we weren't supposed to be able to do. And anyone that follows SEC football, you know what I'm talking about, of course. And the goalpost got ripped down again and they get carried out. And then after that, they just like line the entire field with cops. They're like, this is really expensive, the celebration. But we see this a lot where, you know, kids are storming the court or they're sure. storming the field or whatever after just a big jubilation victory. Jubilation takes over. You're just thrilled. Um, and Audrey, I know, I mean, going to University of Kentucky, uh, yeah, there's been times where couches get lit on fire that's and stuff like normal, that. That's just yeah. a normal day. Yeah. I mean, that is that is the way that people celebrate. And people, I, I hate whenever people are like, oh, privilege. I'm like, if you ever have been a part of a college community, I mean, they literally, the, the police officers will stand on the ends of the street so you can just be in it. Go, like, just go nuts. Yes. Yeah. And also, like, these are not nice couches. Like, we've all seen those college couches uh-huh. that get thrown away because they're not good enough for a frat they house anymore. They have bed bugs. You're going to torch them anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saving a little bit of time with the heavy lifting yeah, for man. the trash compactor guy. Yes. Well, but, so, you know, that's all kind of standard fare, at least here in America. Uh, this one strikes me as very, very odd and Totally inappropriate in a lot of ways. What happened? So it was a bizarre moment. Mahoney, you being the volleyball player on the show, I think that you can appreciate what it's All like conference. to get a, a, a tremendous victory mm-hmm. while playing volleyball. Uh, but this was a um, a women's match in volleyball, and they had won it, and I, I guess it was an important match. It, it, it was so exciting that this group of Brazilian medical students all decided that they were going to storm the volleyball court. Have you okay. ever seen... A volleyball court gets stormed before. I have not no. seen a volleyball court get stormed before. No, I have not, Dave. So that was not really the weird part. This is at a university in Brazil. Um, all of the male um, participants, all these medical students that ran out onto the court, um, they all dropped their pants down to their ankles, weird. and they started um, going to town on themselves simultaneously. Okay, so arrest them. Uh, on In the middle of the volleyball court. So arrest them. So the naked men, they rushed the court and they were parading around grabbing their junk and it was uh, obviously... Was this to, a hazing thing for like, are they pledges for I a fraternity and this is like a weird thing that no. they were making them do because fraternities like love embarrassing their pledges like such a weird thing but the school expelled six students yeah. since the incident occurred because obviously the volleyball players themselves and then everyone else is like what are you doing? But I mean, there's like you can see like there's a picture here. Like these guys like all dropped trow and were just going to town on themselves as some weird form of celebration. So, who was the guy of in six of those boys who were like, you want to know what we should do guys, during this game? Idea. I have a really great idea. Yeah. This seems like he just wanted to see his friend's wieners. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just, like, he's like, hey guys, wouldn't it be so funny if we all just like took our wieners out right now? <laughs> it would be hilarious. What if we win, we're taking our junk out. And we all like, just look at each other's in the eye while we do it too. Like, just, just go to the, the dorm shower or something, man. Not like in the middle of a volleyball court. <laughs> so the lesson learned here, kids, is if you're getting ready to go to college, just know that we encourage your jubilee and your celebration, but keep it within the lines. Keep your pants on. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Yo, Dave, Mahoney, and Audrey. I just tried to make a smoothie with hot sauce instead of fruit. <laughs> Needless to say, it did not go well, but hey, at least I'm awake now. Message deleted. Dude. My man, you talk about innovation. This dude is trying stuff. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's so funny when it comes to hot sauce because I put hot sauce, Cholula, on everything. See, but not all hot sauces are created equal, and I just found totally that right. out because I wanted to do, like, buffalo, like, wraps at home for, like, lunch. And the lady for Instacart, because you know I do not grocery shop for myself. I <laughs> love Instacart. I am propping them up. Mm-hmm. Um, the lady subs out for Tabasco. Not a hater on Tabasco, but it is just not like Frank's Wait. or like Cholula. Yeah, especially if you're making like a buffalo no, wrap sort of thing. Yeah. If you're doing buffalo, it has to be Frank's. Fra- Frank's is the best. Absolutely. And they were just out of Frank's? I've never seen that happen. Like, what do you mean? There was just no Franks available. I feel like the, <laughs> the, the the hot sauce game is very, very specific. Like, if I go somewhere and I ask for Cholula because I want Cholula and then they bring me anything else, I'm they like... They bring you the green Cholula? Like, what are you doing? I mean, I like the green Cholula, but... Not for me. I'll say no. this. Dave and I uh, toured the Tabasco factory down in Lafayette, Louisiana, and it was one of the coolest things that we've ever done. I had no idea, like, the process of making hot sauce and how they have it all in these giant kegs and they put salt on top of it's them. It's like aging bourbon. Yeah. They age it in like the bourbon barrels and, you and know, there's wood. one family that is behind all of the Tabasco and, a, and the, an actual member of the bloodline has to test each barrel to make sure it's up to family standards. It's crazy. <laughs> It really is wild. It was cool. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, like, I don't love, I don't like doing <laughs> tours of like things like that. Yeah. But like that was. That's very interesting. They should make that into a movie. Like, what do you mean? What happens if they don't have? So- like, what if? What if? Avery Island, where it's all made in Lafayette, Louisiana. It's. I mean, this, the backstory. Like, you're like a bunch of weird stuff has happened here because they have like a bunch of obviously like stolen artifacts from like ancient Chinese cultures and stuff around the property and you're like what is what, hold on. what is happening they have like giant Buddha statues they're like oh yeah it was gifted to one of the family members you're like yeah it was obviously stolen yeah wow. <laughs> I mean that's just how things were done back then. yeah like I don't care it's just like you know it's just, just it was at, it's another level of how interesting those that creoles, place is. they were like this is mine now mine. I mean Come they didn't sound like that it didn't say like this is mine it's not like they're like <laughs> Is that how they sound? <laughs> to me. <laughs> I love I love Creole food and I just love the Creole people, but like I can't what 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 did you say? What did you say? <laughs> My oldest kid started junior high this year and we had to talk to her about changing into PE clothes at school. And she said, What? And uh yeah, possibility of taking showers. I showered in junior high. Did you guys shower in junior high? Remember showering in school for the first time in front of all your peers? A little bit of an experience there, huh? Life building. I never showered <laughs> at school once. Never. Even after even after hockey or volleyball, a game, I would go home. I like I feel like it should be illegal to shower at school. See, we didn't have the option sometimes. Like we were in swim I was on the swim team and you would leave the pool and then you'd walk down and you'd walk directly into the showers and then then you would go into the locker room. Because, you know, you had chlorine and stuff on you and all that. But, man. It sounds like some creepy pee-pee stuff. I I don't know if I was like a late bloomer, but I certainly wasn't as early of a bloomer as other people. Because there were some dudes like in my sixth grade class that had like mustaches and stuff. And I'm just like, They're just brushing their stash. Just like like one cube. (laughs) Like, I don't know if women, I mean, I, I doubt you deal with the same thing that we deal with. But like when we're going through puberty as men. 
or as young men, you know, like I remember like, man, I wish I had armpit hair. That makes yes. me so cool. And yeah. now I'm like, I wish I I would get laser hair removal from my armpits and my whole body instantly if I, I, if to, I could get it for free. I kid you not, pray to God in heaven yeah. that I would start puberty. I thought that there was a time when it was either God could make me go to start having puberty or my parents were going to give me the puberty pill because I didn't know how things worked. And I was like, you know. Kind what do you like, think? It was like red pill, blue pill, uh, puberty This is before pill. the internet. <laughs> Trying try to break the ice with them and be like, hey, you guys got one of those puberty pills? Um, <laughs> did you guys talk about pubes with your friends? Like whenever you guys were going through puberty? Also, nah, man. hilarious that they call it puberty. But you never had that conversation. You guys were like too bashful. Like, how did you guys see? Because girl, I did that with my girlfriends. We were always talking about like our bodies changing. Well, it's a little more dramatic for girls, though, right? It's like with a period and everything else. Like for guys, you just kind of like, yeah, no, I'm I'm fully developed already. I mean, what do you hear that deep voice? It was like, <clears throat> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What do you mean, you guys were just like, yeah, man? That's what you think you sounded like. Uh-huh. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. It's, it's real sad. There's a there's a real sad day when you're like 23 and you realize like, yeah, this is this is this is everything. You're this stopped is growing. Yeah. This is all that, that's all we're getting. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, come on, buddy. Come on, man. Come on, man. Keep going. You're cool. So I just bought a new TV and it's the perfect size and the picture is like the most clear I've ever owned. But I already have a gripe with it. When I get to type things with my remote, the lag time is so infuriating. Am I just privileged, or is this like an actual problem? I can't be the only one. Message so, deleted. Is a TV or a Wi-Fi problem? When we're talking about things, everything in the world, like right now, inflation has gone out of control with almost every segment of the world out there. The only thing that is getting cheaper and better is TVs. Mm. They're getting bigger, they're getting cheaper, and they're, you know, it is a uh, a far cry where t- TV technology is coming just like 10, 15 years compared to where it was. I, I am dealing with this same thing, ma'am, that you are, and I feel like it is a serious problem that needs to be taken that way. I've got a TV, and the remote just slightly lags, and it drives me insane. Dude, get an Apple TV, like the actual box. They're 100 bucks. They're the best user interface for any television. Period. If you're it's already not using broken, if you're though. already using Apple, like yes, use is. that. And Dave, you shouldn't be typing things out with your remote. Use your microphone. There's a microphone on pretty much every new TV remote. Yes. You could just say what you want into it, and it'll yes. it'll. No, this one does not have that. I bet it. You it have. Doesn't. Well, then you just yeah, change your remote. You have no. the Samsung no. No. Uh, frame. I don't want a solution. I want to complain. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So last evening, we had my son's very first t-ball game, and, you know, big moment. Even though he's, you know, three and a half and he doesn't really understand what he's doing out there, it's still real cute. You know, he's got a little uniform on, and he goes between, like, he was actually cranking some pretty good hits, which I was proud of him for. Yeah. But then, like, when he was outfielding, he was just, like, laying down in the outfield and just want to, like, run around and socialize. He's three. Yeah. That is so on brand. But, I mean, you know, when you're you're talking about t-ball, like, for the first time, because a lot of these kids are acting like that, where they're just kind of, you know, you're trying to coach them up to pay attention to the game, but they don't really care about playing that. Playing with the grass. Yeah, they're playing with the grass. They're talking with each other. They're just waiting for snacks afterwards, stuff like that. Uh, so basically, there's not just like one or two coaches. It's essentially, like every parent that's out there is pretty involved in like trying to help out and keep the kids wrangled and everything else. So uh, my my mother-in-law's in town, so we had the other kids with us, but she was kind of watching them, and me and my wife were very involved, and that's what led 
to this devastating situation. Oh, no, Dave. What, what happened? So I, I'm in the, the outfield, and I'm helping the, the kids, like, run the bases a little bit. My, my wife is up by home plate, and she's helping the kids get ready to, to bat. And so, she, you know, they, she's with the kids that are on deck, like, getting their little bats, telling them how to hold it, putting mm-hmm. their little helmets on, you know, all that cute little stuff. And we're sitting there, and I'm, I'm not really paying attention to what's happening at home plate. I just see this ball sail through the air. And they're baseballs, but they're the ones that aren't quite as hard as, like, a real baseball. Like okay. a wiffle ball? No, no, no. They're, huh. they're, they're the ones that are leather on the outside, but it has kind of like the large rubber thing in, in the middle. So More give. It's a little more give, but they're still, like, a pretty solid ball. Yeah. And so I see this ball sail through the air, and all of a sudden, Bam! Hits my wife directly in the face. Oh, no. And this thing was launched. I mean, this is a straight-up Marsha Brady moment where just boom. No, did you start bleeding? Directly to the bridge of the nose. Oh, no. And it doesn't start bleeding, thankfully, but she's just like, ah. Like, trying not to create a scene. And I'm like, I'm looking around like, who the hell threw that? Because that was like an adult. Because it wasn't it wasn't a kid who hit it. It was a kid who hit it, but then it was a, someone in the outfield had fielded it and was like tossing it back to home plate. Okay. And it just sailed and got her right. I'm like, what kind of wanker parent is not paying attention and threw that? Turns out there's some little kid that's, I don't know if he's like six or what, or he's just got a cannon for an arm. But it was one of the kids that threw it, and it hit her directly on the bridge so did of your, the nose. So did your uh, did your thought process go from like who's who is that adult to like dang kid you got an arm? I was like, I was like that's a pretty good arm kid. That's impressive. Can I sign you, you right now your, to like, you show your son, deal? Show your son like you need to start you, practicing you with this watch one. Watch that, watch that boy. <laughs> but the uh, the parents come running over. And they're so apologetic, and Brittany, you know, she's after her eye started stopped watering, and yeah, yeah. I could kind of come to, you know, was fine with it. It's a mistake, whatever. It's a kid. Didn't break her nose or anything, right? I don't think so. Like, it's real tender, and it started to, like, you know, kind of uh, swell. I mean, if she swell has, if she has black eyes today, yeah, I, know, I, guess, I guess we'll find out whenever whenever I talk to her. But, yeah, that's, that's going to be great. Yeah, man, that's just... I'm going to have to be explaining to everyone that nope. we see this weekend, like, no, I did not punch my wife in the face. It was at a baseball game. She caught a ball to the bridge of the nose. Oh, no. <laughs> Sometimes there's not enough concealer either. I mean, has she been like ever one of those women who've wanted a nose job before? That's the first thing she said. She's like, she's like, well, I guess I I I understand. I guess I need a nose job now. I'm like, no, you don't. You just got one. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I think that today's misconnection inspection is going to resonate with you because it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the misconnection inspection, you know, there's a lot of people out there looking for love, and sometimes they don't shoot their shot when they see the person in public. And so they decide, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back. I'm going to try it again, and I'm going to hit up Craigslist because I'm sure they're thinking about me too. Dave, there's a magical moment where ships pass in the night, and mm-hmm. they want to recreate that feeling because there's no worse feeling than wondering, what if? So, Audrey, the reason why I think today may resonate with you is because you are the one on the show with all of the tattoos, and this one is the tattoo edition. I do have tattoos. I just had to look over on my arm to make sure they were still still there. there. Still there, full sleeve. (laughs) They didn't fall off. They didn't fall off. That would be cool, though, if you could, like, just decide that you wanted them on there for a day or not. Like, turn them off and on? Yeah. Yeah. That that would be cool. You, like, change your skin, literally. Yeah, yeah. Like, in uh, video game mode? This is a a man for a woman. This is entitled Tattooed Beauty. Where are you? Your name starts with... An A. Oh, oh God. Uh-oh. Mine starts with a C. 
We met a while back, but then lost touch. Miss visiting you. You have beautiful blonde hair, ah. lots of tattoos, and eyes that can paralyze a man. Would you Where call is this him, from? Would you call him paralyzed? Oh, I'm paralyzed. hoping you see this so we can reconnect. Also, bro, how are you going to lose that number? Yeah, man. You're yeah, not if there's a number that I don't know, um, I am totally going to act like I know you. That's like my toxic trait. I will never ask you, like, if you are talking to me straight up like we know each other, you're, I won't just, just go along with it until I try and figure out who you are. And then, like, maybe I'll just block you because I haven't figured it out. It's like a, a game of Clue. Who are you? Well, Mr. C, hit me up and I'll give you Audrey's number because it does sound like this could be her. No, it's not me. Are you sure? Nope. I don't Is have blonde hair. Yes, you do, you liar. <laughs> My eyes are not paralyzing. <laughs> uh, this next one is skinny tattoo girl with white dog. This is also man for one. You were in a smoke shop this afternoon. This could, be an, old, this could be an old one for you, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you awkwardly run into some old dude that you knew in a smoke shop? <laughs> I did. I you used did. to have it a was, white dog. I, oh, it's the God. guy who got the tattoo, a matching tattoo. Oh, that's right. Do you remember Surprised you with the matching <laughs> tattoo. Oh, <laughs> I was like, we're not even dating. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. my God. I attempted to wait for you so I could introduce myself, but whatever you were purchasing, I guess you were making sure it would work. I was the tall guy standing behind you waiting to check out. Well, I thought I'd like to invite you to get a drink, question mark. Would you like to go get a drink with this? Why tattoo? are we acting like these are for me? Like, shout out to the skinny white girl with a skinny white dog. This I mean, is this, a, could this, be you? This, this isn't that creepy. Like this, you know, he's just like you know, lurking over your shoulder while you're buying a bong, and now he wants to buy you a drink. This is I nice. feel like if we're gonna ignore red flags, the red flag we're ignoring is not the fact that you're going to like you're going to Craigslist to look for people like that. That's like the biggest red flag ever. I don't know. It's like if you're a smoke shop person, I feel like you know, you and Craigslist go hand in hand. I don't know, man. Uh, here, here we go. The final one here. This is a man for a woman. It is entitled Dark Short Hair, Cute Glasses, Tattoos. Trivia Queen, you tame my ego with your challenging questions. <laughs> I love your tattoos. Is that a flun- sunflower or a zinnia tattoo on your knee? I want to buy you a coffee and then take you thrifting. You're such a babe with so much GD style. I am a happy person knowing you're alive. Let's connect our cords and fuel each other's processes. <laughs> like drawing my way through the maze of the highlights magazine in the doctor's office waiting room. I want to lick my way through your body oh, following no. your ink and the direction of passion it takes me. <laughs> I, I was, I, you had me in the first time. I thought that was really funny and I thought that he was purposely trying to be funny. But then whenever we started talking about like a doctor room or yeah, doctor's office um, magazine, yeah. uh-uh, I mean, who, me. who hasn't done that, that maze in a highlight? Highlights Magazine, though. We've all been there. We've all been there. This is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. You know, there's a lot of lessons learned in the Redneck Report, and today's lesson is a trash compactor may not be the best hiding spot. Mm, uh, Florida no. deputies... Had to go out to a uh, to a McDonald's, and they found a 27-year-old just before 12.30 a.m. Uh, they were after this guy for riding a bicycle without proper lighting or reflectors. He was oh, also, dumb. Well, he was also towing a makeshift wagon at the time. Like, this is big meth energy here. I get why the cops were like, hey, man, what you doing? Uh, so they brought the, uh, the canine unit around to inspect the wagon and alerted to the presence of prohibited substances. They found 
what you'd expect, prescription drugs and a small amount of fentanyl and syringe tested positive for meth and it was all inside of his wagon. So he was on the verge of being handcuffed and he ran from the scene. I didn't know you can inject meth. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, oh. it's, it's yeah. Don't do that. After some time searching, they found him hiding in a nearby trash compactor at a McDonald's. I feel like if I find somebody who's in a trash compactor hiding from me. Don't. You say it. I'm just going to like, I'm not going to crush them fully, but I'm going to go Star Wars on him and make the walls close in. Give him that experience. Yep. <laughs> make him feel like he's at the Disneyland You're not going to take him into custody. You're going to put him in custody. Yes. Okay. That weird-ass worm in there, too. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What was that worm doing in that trash compactor? What were you doing, you little freaky Uh one-eyed worm? I know what you're doing. Weirdo. Also, how were they able to stand, but that worm was able to swim and be so big? You know what I mean? Like, that was a very odd plot point. Uh, That is a plot hole. Like, you can stand, but also this worm is in the depths of the water beneath you? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This this water is six inches deep, and yet there's this massive worm. Where did that worm come from? (laughs) Some... Some other gentleman who was having a rough day. You don't know how many uh, times I've asked myself that same question. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you come from, worm? <laughs> so we've all heard of Winnie the Pooh. Have we heard of Winnie the Pill Popper before? Because this guy was dressed as Winnie the Pooh, meaning that he was wearing only a T-shirt and then nothing on underneath. So he didn't have any underwear on, no pants, just He was just like, his t-shirt. worm just hang. He was, yeah, his oh. Winnie the Pooh in it. He was. That's what, that's what it's called. And uh, the man then decided that he was going to take a pickup truck and crash it into a pharmacy in Fort Myers, and that he was going to try to steal a whole bunch of drugs. So Winnie the Pill Popper is born. Uh, turns out the, the Dodge Ram that he crashed into the pharmacy also stolen. And he was trying to smash through the windows. 36-year-old guy, obviously on a whole lot of drugs. Uh once inside, he stole $3,000 worth of prescription drugs, and they almost instantly caught him, and now he's in jail. I would be more Gosh. upset if my Dodge Ram got stolen and it got bare-ass sat on. You can't take it back, can you? you? Dude, like, it's I mean, over. it's one thing if you just get crashed into a building. We can repair that. But there's a there's a bare-ass, another man's bare-ass. Somebody's been grundle, in the driver's been seat. rubbing right where you sit every day. You know he was putting him up there like a Pez dispenser. You know he was. <laughs> and you know it wasn't a hair, it wasn't an airbag that uh, exploded. It was a hairbag. This is David Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? These are the days it never rains but it falls. It's, it's, it's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. John is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. John, have you heard this game on the radio before, and do you think you're going to do good at it? I think we should do all right here. Okay, well, best of luck to you. You got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Couple lifelines if necessary. Here we go with clip number one. Good luck. You know I need So that one's got 1,600 views, and Not it wasn't bad. terrible. I mean, it could have been better, but felt it wasn't like terrible. It felt like it had some Friends vibes it. did. To it. I yeah. thought the same yeah. thing. It was like uh-huh. a mashup. All right, John, do you know it? Uh, that sounds like Help by the Beatles. Yes, sir. Full point. It's from that an artist named Ground Lift. Well, this next one may be a little bit tougher because it's got 
One view. Oh. And we were the one, one view? One view. Like, you the mean, guy who uploaded it didn't even watch didn't it. Didn't even watch it. He was watched. too scared to. That's right. You know whenever you send that risky text? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you just, like, turn your phone off? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. 30 seconds. Good luck. <laughs> Stop it right there. I understand Not why he didn't watch it. There. Yeah. Do you know it? Uh, the whistling tells me maybe it's Guns N' Roses' patience. Yes, sir. By the whistling. See, this is a guy who knows how to play the game. you got to listen to the backtrack, every little clue you can get. What's funny is that earlier today, Mahoney was telling us that you know, his Bell's palsy has actually cleared up quite a bit, and mm-hmm. it's like 85% back, but the one thing that he still can't do is whistle. Cannot whistle. That sounded like you. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's real sad. It's real sad because you know what? Like when when you're happy and you whistle, you know, there's like no better feeling. You're just walking and whistling, and it feels great. Now it's just air coming out of my mouth. Oh. <laughs> All right, John, you're doing great. Two for two, no lifelines burnt. Here we go on number three. Very popular, 632,000 views. We've heard, I believe, the Big Bang Bluegrass Band before. Yeah, we have. I I love it. It's it's interesting, but were you able to figure out the original song there? Uh, It's Pink Floyd. Uh, I'm not sure on the title. Is it Wish You Were Here? Yes, sir. Three for three. Doing great. All right, so you can win it right here with a full point. Here we go on to number four. This one, a little less popular, nine views. You can win it right here if you know it, John. Do you? Oh, you gave me the best one when I was a kid and had a paper route. This was the first album I bought. So that sounds just like I sang it when I was like 12 years old. So uh, this is Boston more than a feeling. Yes, sir. The thought of you, John, riding around on your paper route. Just singing it. more also, than a, a feeling. That is, that is, the, <laughs> that that is, is a vibe. Being, that's being American. <laughs> that really is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I don't know anything more American than being a paper boy listening to Boston. Love it. <laughs> you got it. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So let me ask you guys something. When people name their kids something stupid, do you feel sorry for the kid? Or are you just like, you know what? That's what you get for having dumb parents. Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. Well, what kind of name are we talking about? Because I can justify a cute name in the name of millennials because my my generation's really throwing out some names What right about now? Jackson with two X's? Oh, God. That's a dumbass name. I saw some influencer the other day was like, these are the names we wish we would have named our baby boy, but instead we had a baby girl. And like the first one was like 
Dagger and Onyx. You, you, you <laughs> name your kids no. something like that. It's alpha like, brain. Yeah, brain, alpha Dude, brain. Like again, I I will I will continue to say this time in and time out. You name your kid something stupid, especially with a really stupid or quote unquote unique spelling. Mm-hmm. You are ruining their life because. One simple Google, and you can find everything about them. Well, and not just that, but every single time that they tell someone their name or have their name called in school, they're going to have to correct that person because they're going to be saying it wrong or they're going to have to spell it for them because it's not how you normally spell it. It's like... Just don't get too cute with it. I love old names for little babies. I know. Larry. Larry, little baby Eleanor. Little baby Larry. Larry. (laughs) Like, here's my son. I got, He's one month old. You know what shocked me is that yesterday we were we were at a function and it was a charity thing and we were meeting some new people and there was a group of us that were all there and our general sales manager at the radio station, his name is Bob. And we were being introduced to one of the guys and the, the CEO of this company thought that my name was Bob. And so he goes, hi, Bob. Nice to meet you. I'm like, do I look like a Bob? You There's do. no Bob's my age. You you could be a Bob, I a Robert. Be a Bob. I could see you being a Robert. Uh, Robert, like yeah, I know Robert's my age. I don't know any Bob's my age. I have an uncle Bob. You know, like the, the <laughs> you generation be an before us, or a grandfather. Yeah, grandfather or uncle. There's no like forty year old Bob. I don't see you even being a Bobby. Like you would be a nah, Robert. I would definitely would not be a Bobby unless <laughs> I like grew out a mullet. <laughs> in which case, perhaps. Bobby's but, party, for sure. So the reason why I bring this up is because a journalist over in Australia decided that she was going to name her baby methamphetamine rules. Okay, so but why? So she was trying to see if it would get kicked back. Where like you In the know, name of journalism? No, yeah, in the name of journalism. You're like, okay, so <laughs> your child is actually named methamphetamine rules now. What a cool thing to tell your child later on in life. Yeah, so you actually had a, a name at one point that wasn't Larry, we actually named you Methamphetamine Rules. And then had to legally change your name. Oh like, my Like, this God. is just... That's a, that is a wacko move. That's an absolute wacko move. Yes. Because you could probably just, like, ask a doctor whether that, or not that that was going to be That, that is just unhinged. Like, yeah. to do that to your kid. You talk about, you know, naming your kid Jackson with two X's or pulling, like, a Elon Musk where, like, it's not even a word. It's just a bunch yeah. of letters and symbols put together. That's stupid. This is somehow dumb. Maybe the dumbest we've ever heard. So did the name stick? Yep, methamphetamine rules, little Australian baby. Little methy. <laughs> I mean, that is cute. That's cute. Dave. Dave and Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What up? That's it. Message deleted. Man, do you remember back in the day when those mm-hmm. Bud Light commercials were on and everyone was like, blah, 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 blah. That is so 2000s on the dot. It is, man. I'm glad that those days are gone, but I'm not going to lie. When they were going that on, was fun. I liked them. It that was fun. And the, uh, the Taco Bell dog. Yo quiero oh, Taco, Yo Taco Bell. Taco like Bell. those those yeah. two things. The Bud Light Frog and uh, the little Chihuahua Man. But you would never call your friends and go, Yo quiero Taco Bell. You no. would call your friends and be, what I think that I am so glad I was a kid because I didn't have to like try and date one of you we during were that era. We were so <laughs> man, I had abs though. I had abs back then. Yeah, you had abs and I had thumb rings and frosted yeah. tips. I mean, it wasn't a great time in hindsight, but man, at the time we were living. We oh, were we were we were we were F boys. Yeah. For real. I, like, I've F seen boys photos. That get any. You were. I have seen the photos. <laughs> we were. 
you guys left evidence, and I'm shocked by that. Yeah. You guys really left evidence of you guys you with the what? thumb rings and your Mahoney. You were a you were an affliction tea and blazer guy. Yeah, Damn he right, I was. <laughs> I was living that life, man. <laughs> the, that era of you guys are my favorite because now, Dave, you're like complaining about people walking on your front lawn. Don't walk in the grass. <laughs> oh my God. And Mahoney, you just don't leave the house. I don't. <laughs> like, who did you guys become? <laughs> did you really think you all would grow to be these versions no, of yourself? No, you know Honestly. what happened? We got broken. We, like a horse gets broken. We were broken. We now were, we're saddled, trained. We were trained, trained, saddled, and now all we do is gallop to Costco and Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah, our wives should be very happy because I always say this. Like, I lived my midlife crisis in my 20s. You got my it out. 20s was yeah. all just all gas. No breaks. Yep. Nothing productive happened yep. in my 20s. The fact that I made it out of my 20s into my 30s was a was a damn achievement. Yeah, so, mine was 29 like, 30, I mean, I'm too I tired to do any of that stuff ever again. You, you spent it all. Yeah. You left it all on the field, as you sure do. Do, yep. do you guys ever just try and feel something again and just, like, slowly put the blazer on and look at yourself in the mirror as the man well, once were? Or, like, put the thumb rings on, like, Lord of the Rings? Back. It's coming back. Like, <laughs> that style? Yeah, dude, dude affliction, it is. the true religion genes. I saw a, I swear to God, this is really important for you guys to hear. Yeah. In the wild yesterday, I saw a velour Juicy couture. Stop. Tracksuit. <laughs> Dude, Joe- Not worn ironically. Uh, arguably <laughs> the woman who was wearing this. It was, she was younger. So, yeah. I mean, this means that she was trying to be trendy. Yeah. Like, I mean, these things, because you could put a juicy uh, couture tracksuit on me and people would be like, nice try hard. But I mean, like, if you're <laughs> if you're a 22 year old, that is fashion for you again. But I mean, when we were in the, when Dave and I were in, in the 90s and, you know, the, in the early 2000s, there was like in the 90s, the 70s were, were big too, you know, yeah. even though we've got 90s fashion the that have come back 30 years later, you know, we're, we're it's time is cyclical. You know, and it, it all will be fashionable again. So never throw out any of your clothes. Oh, gosh. I tried on a pair of low-rise jeans again. And yeah. you know what's so funny is that every take that I'm seeing from women is like, listen here, you Gen Zers. Don't you we bring this back. We paved the way of comfort for you. We gave you athleisure. And you mm-hmm. guys want to go back to whale tails and low-rise? And bedazzles? Like, what are you doing? We we have paved the way of comfort. That's how you just know you're getting old, man. That's like I, why I jumped on the tracksuit and Tommy Bahama train about a decade and a half ago, you know, just because I you, the, the the thing that I loved, like when I was like in my late 20s, early 30s, you know, just realizing that like people who are older and who've experienced life have it figured out. They do. Like they just got, they get it. Like, you know what? You know what's awful? Going to dinner at 8 p.m. when it's as busy as it possibly can be and as loud and you get crappy service. Dinner at 4 Great. Nobody there. No one's sitting around going, wow, Not the low rise gene in sight. <laughs> Fights aren't happening chance. in the parking lot. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. No thumb rings. <laughs> Y'all don't remember Rolling Stones using Start Me Up as the Microsoft song is more alarming than Mahoney remembering because the story was that the Rolling Stones threw out some outrageous number to Microsoft mm-hmm. user Sonic, $100 million or something at the time, and Microsoft said, yeah, and everybody couldn't believe how much money they made off of this thing. It was a massive story. It's the only reason to remember any Rolling Stones song, to be perfectly honest. Anyway, Mahoney got your back, buddy. I think we would have been best friends. All right, bye. Message deleted. What, am I dead? I mean, we could still be best friends. Also, You just uh, don't go out of the house, so I think that's what that man means. I mean, there's that, but also paint it black. Still, greatest Rolling Stone song ever, in my opinion. No question. But 
I think that was the first time the Stones licensed any of their music mm. commercially. And I like they had such success that they're like Target calls are like, yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, just go ahead and sell the shirts. That's good. That's, that, that's so a good once you, if you made it as a band into Target, you are that's that is you are one of the greatest bands of all time. I True. saw Slipknot T-shirts in there. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I you did not see I a like Slipknot shirt on, in Target on my life. But Slipknot's still one of the bigger new metal bands of all time. Sure, I've seen them you live know? twice. Slipknot, Corn, and Limp Biscuit are probably the Mount, Mount Rushmore of new metal. Yeah, we're not seeing Chevelle shirts at <gasps> Target. I wish. <laughs> you would, you would buy one. I love Chevelle. They would sell exactly yeah, one shirt. No tra- to me. <laughs> Trapped. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. A fish, a lifestyle, and a haircut. Haircut. This is Mullet Over with Dave and Mahoney. So let's see if our phones work today. It was around this time yesterday. They all decided to take a crap. But, uh, you know, I'm a gambling man. I'm thinking today maybe they'll come through. today our day, Dave? Today could be our day. Uh, Jim is joining us for a round of mullet over. So we got three individuals that all sound like they certainly could have a mullet. Only one of them does. Have you ever had a mullet over the course of your life, Jim? No. Mm, you're missing out, brother. That it's long pause made me nervous that, that he wasn't there. That was kind of similar. Okay. Kinda Dave, like, I was... Kinda- Short at the top, but long at the back, but not mullet. Like that's a mullet. There, there's a, a, mullet. There's a myriad of mullets <laughs> that are out there, and we celebrate Nine. all the styles. Yeah. And uh, one of our right. favorite styles is the scullet, mm-hmm. which is the bald up top and mullet in the back. You know, yeah. it's a male pattern baldness on top. <laughs> yeah, and then you've got the mullet in the back. But right. I actually heard it instead of it being called a scullet when you rock a hairstyle like that. It's a uh, Unemployment in the front and party in the back. Is that what it is? Because <laughs> there's no business happening. There's no business. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so here we go. We got three individuals. Only one of them has a mullet. You're trying to figure out which one. Mahoney and Audrey are in the dark, so they can help okay. you out today. Uh, this first one here is this guy's okay. got some words of wisdom for everyone about their drama from Redneck. Here we go. And if all y'all that was fighting amongst yourselves like a bunch of housewives throwing down over towels on Black Friday would come together, damn if you all wouldn't change the world. It's just like watching a damn daycare employee lose control after they sit there and give all the kids sugar cookies and Red Bull. I see so much wasted energy and potential, man, it makes me sick. You know what? That's actually really good advice. If everyone just stopped bitching at each other on Facebook, you could join forces and do something good for the world. Nah, man. Nah. Too much work? Nah. Nah, we're going to continue to fight on the internets. Okay. Um, and also, people don't fight on Black Friday anymore. I people don't like, even go into stores anymore. I feel, yeah. <laughs> do you, does, does that guy sound like he could have a mullet to you, Jim, or do you think that he does not have a mullet? I don't think he has a mullet. All right, so you don't have to make your official guess yet, but that's good Good to know where you stand on that one. All right, here's the second guy, and this guy has a, a mild meltdown when he drops his root beer. And mullet. I can, <laughs> I can understand that. Here we go. Put another root beer in the camel. Root beer, no. Root beer. Root beer, no. Root beer. Root beer, no. Root beer, no. <laughs> you did this. You did this. Why'd you do this? Why? Our people, why'd you do that? <laughs> I don't know if he's got a mullet, but he ain't got no teeth. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that. I think he's just being a goofball. <laughs> there ain't no teeth there. <laughs> I think he's just being silly, goofy mood. All right. I think I think, I think that gentleman, is. Uh, he, he's got male pattern baldness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Jim, how does he strike you? Mullet or no mullet? Mullet. Okay. Uh, all, right, all, right. all right. All right. All right. So we got we got one final one here. Let's have a listen. Uh, this is entitled uh, Field Party Fire. So a man is telling the tale of a time that a drunk guy 
uh, put out a fire in a very unique way. So a while back, me and the boys having ourselves a field party. We're sitting here and we see some bright ass lights coming down the road. So my buddy, he said, bro, we should probably take off. I said, hey, why don't you go ahead and put out the fire? This one fella who is a piss drunk off bush lattes, <laughs> walks over to the fire, drops his drawers. This squats over the fire and on it. Oh, I was not oh expecting that. So there, was not expecting There's that. a couple things that make me want to change my answer from okay. two to three. Okay. Bush lights and him calling them bush lattes or whatever it was. <laughs> um, the fact that there is any type of bonfire existing mm. um, in the great year of 2023 and somebody pooping on top of it, that's really giving mullet energy because those are your friends. Those are your associates. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who you're choosing that's to hang your circle. out with. And he also said feller. <laughs> feller was a, that was like the, the biggest one for me. This like, guy- you're saying feller. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, I feel like he's leaning too far into it. I oh, feel like okay. this is skinny white guy, light blonde hair, buzz cut. Okay. Is what, right. I, is, is what I'm feeling. I <laughs> think after hearing all three, uh, number one is uh, my mullet. Interesting. So you're, you're changing it now. You're going mum, number one has the mullet. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy, you originally said number two, Mr. Root Beer, had the, the mullet. Audrey changed her answer to number three after hearing it. But now it's time for you to make a uh-huh. final decision here. Who do you think has the mullet for the win or the loss? Um, number two still. You sure about that? You sure about that? Uh, number number one then. You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> number three. Wow, he got it. It's more impressive than it took three guesses to get there. <laughs> it is, man. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, I've got a uh, fairly serious question for you because there's some things that, you know, we talk about the difference between men and women all the time and how you have your girl dinner and girl math and all of that stuff. And there's <laughs> <Why are> you- <laughs> certainly things that you don't understand about me as well, right? But there's uh-huh. one thing that has absolutely swept the culture of all women across the United States of America. And it has a lot to do with, I think, the influencer culture and a lot of the you know, the soccer moms or the aspiring soccer moms. They all got into one thing simultaneously. It is... You don't know what, where I'm going with this. Go ahead and guess. The Stanley Cup. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, because I remember whenever we first, you know, uh, started with um, our company and we were in a sales meeting, every single woman had a Stanley Cup that was yeah. in there. I mean, it has swept the nation and it's a cup. Like, it's a cup. So it, An so expensive cup. The reason why it is so wild to me is because my wife, for years, much like you, this is another woman thing, doesn't like water. <laughs> Just doesn't. Well, we doesn't, like it if it's in a cute cup. Doesn't drink water. Like she would never drink water. Like yeah. you know, throughout the course of the day, I would always be encouraging her to drink more water because you know you need it to live. We enjoy pain and suffering. Mm. I would rather complain about having a, a migraine than like actually drink water. <laughs> I want my water to hurt. So, yeah, you like spicy water. Spicy AKA, water. I won't uh, drink like flat water unless it's like sparkling. hot as hell outside and I am really parched. But because yeah. otherwise, like, give me that spicy water that's going to make my mouth tingle. See, I'm, I'm with you on things that hurt. You know, and I'm kind of the opposite. I'll drink plenty of water, but then I'll also dehydrate myself because if I choose a drink at night, it's like scotch. Yin and yang. Yeah. You know, it's like something that's got to punch me in the face a little bit so that way I feel something. <laughs> but it has changed the way that women consume water and I get it. Like, is that a Stanley Cup that you're drinking? It's a right Yeti. Now? A Yeti. So yeah, s- but I mean, same. Sa- same, same. So, but the, the, the Stanley Cup, um, they have... I'm a big fan of hockey. Not not that kind of Stanley Cup. Uh, Stanley stands out there have a reason to rejoice, they're saying, as the brand has announced that it's restocking their beloved 40-ounce quencher, H2 
2.0 That's the big one. That's the one that you see the all the influencers. Yep. So you know what's crazy is that I was just looking at Stanley Cups online on the website or whatever. Um, and because I don't have one. I am a huge proponent of... Um, I need new cups in order to feel like uh, I need to drink water. And all of my cups feel dated. They're used. They are so last dirty. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like bleh, I don't want anything to do with those thermoses. So let me tell you this. Uh, they're restocking it in the pr- Primrose Glow. Oh, I know what the Primrose Glow is. Well, you should because there's, I guess, a wait <laughs> list of 150,000 people waiting to get one of these. Could we you imagine having... so cheap. I know, man. Like, <laughs> we are such sheep. Eh. Like, dude, and I would be, I'm going to join the wait list. Like, what do you I, we I'm so influenceable, man. Like, there is a trend happening, and I'm going to jump on it. I am I am such a sheep. To your point, Mahoney, can you imagine having a business thing? Because these are just, you know, cups, and they are they can be replaced by almost anything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone else can make a Stanley cup. cup, but they can't really, though, because it's all about it being a Stanley Cup, which is just weird that this brand has seen this huge influx. But can you imagine having This is your grandfather's brand yes. who made he's bringing he's the, the thermos, thermos. He's he building a skyscraper. He a soup in that thing. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, people drink a bunch of coffee, then go blow up that bathroom like your (laughs) grandfather should have. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave and Mahoney. This is Officer Blue Man. But I've got a problem. See, I'm a staunch listener of your program. And when I drive north towards the city, I lose reception and I can't hear you anymore, which means I have to change the station. How dare you make me change the radio station? I think you need to boost your power output so I can hear you all the way up to the city. That is all. Fall out. Message deleted. So I don't know exactly what city that you're listening in, um, but there's lots of ways to consume the show. I mean, there's apps out there, there, and I mean, numerous apps where you can stream. So if you have a cell phone signal, which obviously you do because you called us to complain, um, and I do love that you're complaining because you wanted to hear us so this badly. This is a police officer you're uh, talking smack on. I don't believe this, of, this man is <laughs> He called himself officer. officer what? Blue man. Blue man. So, he, I mean, he wants to stay incognito. No, man. He's he's in the blue man group. Yeah. <laughs> But also, if this officer really is Officer Blue Man, um, they're not going to let him have like a USB port in his squad car. You don't think so? Dude, I know <laughs> so many cops who are on their phones. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying that they're not on their phones, but I mean, it's not like they have like Apple you, CarPlay. Man, they sure he's you got do. three laptops right there in the those, car. Most, most of <laughs> those. Talk the most distracted drivers, huh? Uh, most of those, <laughs> most of those uh, cop cars are like Ford Explorers now. Yeah, and they, they got, got Bluetooth. They got Sync 3. Some of them have wireless Apple CarPlay in mm-hmm. them at this point. Please leave a Hi guys, it's Elvis. I've been hearing a lot of slandering about Crocs on the radio lately, and I just gotta say, I am convinced that anyone that says that Crocs are terrible shoes have never worn Crocs. I used to be against Crocs. I thought they were extremely dorky. I was never gonna wear them until I got me a pair. Most comfortable shoe I've worn in a really long time. You say Crocs are bad now, but the moment you put it on your shoe, you'll realize why nurses love them so much. Message why do deleted. people talk about Crocs like religion? You know what, though? Why <laughs> don't you just put it on? She might be right. I, I mean, I, I, was, I was a hater. I, I'm, I'm over here talking trash about Crocs, and I've never put a Croc on my foot. I, I mean, for good reason. They're terrible looking. But, I mean, I, she's right. I haven't experienced it. I distinctly remember our first year of doing the show together, Dave, in 2009. I made a statement 
that I would call CPS on any parent who put Crocs on their kids. And, and now I, I'm a parent, and my uh, oldest daughter loves Crocs. And she I does. think I think you're she, you're a good parent. You know, it's perspective. I didn't know, and then didn't I didn't know. know myself until I slid my foot into that. Uh, I thought they were going to be hard plastic, and no, man, that's like a soft, squishy, like nice arch support. I'm 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 Cy Team said, Croc. Sai said, "Who has the the more uh, robust cult? Is it the Croc cult, the CrossFit cult, or the vegan cult? I mean, I'm sure there's a uh, the CrossFit's kind of feel like died down." It's chilled out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, everybody got hurt. Everyone blew out their back. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. What's the biggest reason why your significant others have yet to leave you guys? Is it money? Yeah, right? It's it's probably the money. Message deleted. Nah, I baby trapped her. She ain't going nowhere. You, you, you got too you much time. You can divorce a father. You, too much, yeah. you can't divorce me because it would just make your life way too inconvenient. <laughs> we, we, so we, you're stuck. Yeah. Like we, we, you, put, you are too invested. You are pot committed. <laughs> That's right. At this point, you got to see this hand through. And the same thing. Like she could, I, could, I could find out she's banging the neighbor, and I'm like, well, I can't kick you out of the house unless you're going to take the kids. You're decorating the whole thing. Yeah, you, you're the only one who knows how to run this stuff. <laughs> this is Dave. And Mahoney. So Mahoney, you said for many years now that your sea-based vacations, as you call them, which seemed a little extra to me, uh, you always enjoy doing Disney cruises, and it's because if there's going to be a drunk person on a boat, you don't want to be surrounded by people that are drunker than you. Yeah, no, man. If I go on a carnival cruise, there are people who definitely whoop my ass. For sure. For sure. Like, the vast majority of them. Uh, and, you know, you see a lot of, lot, 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 lot of cruise fights happening on carnival. Yeah, I want to be the biggest piece of garbage on my cruise ship. I am not going to be that person on a carnival cruise. That's why I choose Disney cruises because it's mostly families. You and your wife don't have kids. We You're don't. big Disney fans. We are, but that's I mean it's part of it. But the service and there's a uh, they're a little bit more they're a little bit more expensive, so it keeps a little bit of the riffraff out because you can find a booze cruise down to like Ensenada. For like literally, like all you could drink for like two hundred fifty bucks. I've been on one of those, and they are fun. But when you, you know, are like in your twenties, in your twenties, exactly. But when you are forty, that is a different world. So you know, we go on Disney cruise cruises, and we've been doing that for I think the last seven years, and we've been on I think eleven of them. So we 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 usually do about one or two a year. And this time we were supposed to go to Bermuda, but Hurricane Lee mm-hmm. came in and, you know, was in the Atlantic. And so that they decided to reroute us. So we ended up going down to Cozumel and the Grand Caymans. And we're on the beach at the Grand Caymans. We're just staying at a resort one of the days that we're in port. And, you know, just hanging out at the beach, just enjoying vacation, soaking up the sun, relaxing, trying to do what you want to do. But since there's a lot of other people from the Disney cruise, they have brought their kids as well. And there's a family that's sitting right next to us. And my wife. This is on, this is on the beach. This is on the beach okay. in Grand Cayman, and we're just sitting there, just enjoying the sun, enjoying the waves, and it's one of these like kind of all inclusive places. So while we're there for the six hours that we're there, anything you want to drink is already paid for. Sure, that's fun, and that is very nice. And so we're sitting there, laying down. A couple hours go in, and you know the mom keeps ordering strawberry daiquiris so she's having some fun she's relaxing but it turns out because uh the waiter comes back i would think after maybe you know the third time with these strawberry daiquiris and notices the strawberry daiquiris are not for mom they're for the kids what 
the mom thought she was ordering virgin strawberry oh, daiquiris. Oh, my God. And she was not. There is a nine-year-old who is Wasted. two and a half strawberry daiquiris deep. <laughs> That oh is her God. alcoholic origin story. She's yes. going to be like, why do I love strawberry daiquiri so much? And it's like she's got like this vivid memory of the best day ever on the beach. She's just having so much fun at nine years just old. Just body living. boogie boarded on every wave. She, she is became, she is one with the water. She became friends with a dolphin. <laughs> she is the little mermaid. Just absolutely Dude. destroyed. And my wife and I, my wife and I, like, we instantly oh just God. perk up. We're like, oh, my God. This this is, and mom has got to be mortified, well, right? They, they, she didn't know. Or she's maybe more hammered on other oh, margaritas mom. or something. And, and you know, and, and the dad, he's got, you know, he's got, he's got, he's got this big giant like Iron Cross ta- uh, tattoo on his yeah. calf and big belly, big big belly, and he's wearing those what are those those Gronk sunglasses? Uh, what are those called? Oh, so he's like. Kids gotta learn someday. But so he was he <laughs> oh was kinda in his God. own world, but mom just goes, Uh oh, this ain't good. <laughs> like what do you what do you give a nine year old who's hungover? So, a nap. Like, <laughs> that kid's gonna sleep for a day and a half. Do the, math. But the kid was fine. Like luckily it wasn't like crazy, not in danger. And so about forty five minutes later, they had this like water obstacle course. Oh, and Tommy, my wife set the kid on it. <laughs> my wife and I are swimming out there. They got the kid in a, like a full life jacket. But they had the kid try to do the water on the oh And she just keeps falling off. And I'm just like, oh. But you know what? Props to them because, I mean, it already happened. Like, it was a total accident. Yeah, right? it wasn't I mean, on like, purpose. But I would be that parent, too. But I'd be like, okay, so this was this was an accident. We didn't mean to get our nine-year-old drunk. But, like, wouldn't it be really fun? But now. If we would just put her on the cell phone and see how far she could go. <laughs> I mean, she's got to sweat it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Go, work, play go work off the daiquiris. That's yeah. why like, people like run home from the, the bars at night. Yeah. Sweat it out. Oh, poor girl. So it turns out I wasn't the drunkest piece of garbage yeah, on there. It was a nine-year-old. <laughs> Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Blitz. Glamour. And out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you know that uh, Chris Pratt and his wife, Katherine Schwarzenegger, uh, they've got a lot of money, as you'd expect. Uh, they also have decided that they're going to put their modest abode on the market. And oh, yeah? You remember, the, like, it wasn't that long ago that we were talking about, like, the craziest houses you could buy in L.A. were, like, $20 million. Yeah, those are the, you're getting the best of the best in L.A. for $20 million. Yeah, I mean, that was the absolute yeah, pinnacle. streets, yep. you know, amazing views, super private, all of that. Uh, well, they are selling their home, and it is obviously a very nice home. It's in the Pacific Palisades, but this hit the market for a very modest $32 million. They call it a glamorous Mediterranean-style home. It boasts six bedrooms in the villa, uh, a full-size movie theater, its own sauna and basketball court. What's funny is that, I mean, going back to the fact that these prices have just gone absolutely nuts, uh, Chris Pratt purchased the plot of land in 2018 for $15.6 million and will more than double his money should he get the asking price for it. I mean, it's just obscene what real estate has become. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like, I mean, like, how are we gonna have? How are we gonna have kids out here? Like, yeah. how, 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 I how can't are these even kids gonna... myself? And you know what? If I have a kid, how are they gonna dress cute? Because yeah. like, I can't dress cute and them because yep. I can't afford anything. And if I gotta buy a house, these kids are gonna be walking around in diapers until they're thirty. And then they're, they're oh, no, diapers be, are expensive. They're gonna have to be the disposable diapers, cloth diapers. Not, not the, the, the cloth diapers. <laughs> Oh, God. Also, I'll I say, was a cloth diaper baby. I was too for a while. We grew <laughs> we, up poor. We get it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll say this. Uh, I'm no longer a fan of Chris Pratt. Ever since he like divorced Anna Ferris, 
You know? Really? Yeah. That I'm was it, anti Chris huh? Pratt. I yeah. mean, I think he's done some good roles. I just don't see him as a person. Um, I see him as an actor. I feel like I he got, he got like, I mean, he's a good actor and he's funny, but I feel like his characters he plays are likable, but he is not. Like, he, the moment he got, like, superstardom, he was like, bye, Anna Ferris, And I was like, nah, man. I don't like that. But I mean, what happens if Anna Ferris wasn't awesome? She wasn't. She is awesome. I, do you listen to her podcast? I don't. You I don't should. know anything about you her. Really. You listen to Anna Ferris' I podcast? Have. Yeah. Okay. She's very insightful. You have? Like right. one time? No, many times. She's on many. my. What is what is the number? Was the number how many times? Yes. Every I'm episode. Check you right now. Every, Every episode. episode. What was the Anna last Ferris one called? I'm, I'm, what was I'm, the most I'm, recent episode I'm, called? I'm, what was it about? Anything? Anything at all from the most recent episode? It was about how Chris Pratt is a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> she's still like ten years later. No, she's actually very cool, and you're like, man, he, she got done dirty. Yeah, so I don't maybe know. Maybe for the better. Maybe, her, maybe him and maybe Chris Pratt was just destined to be a Schwarzenegger. You know, uh, you do start doing steroids, and they get on the TRT mm-hmm. next to you know. I don't know, man. But you know just, what? I'm here for the steroids. Everybody should be doing steroids, especially if you're an athlete. Like I want to see you just roided out of your mind, hitting I'm, I'm balls. With you. Out I, I, I want to see the you, all of you, all y'all juiced up. Because I've been going to baseball games recently, Boring. and they can't hit a freak, they can't hit it forward. I it's know. always going backwards. Yep. Like just shoot them out of the stadiums. So not a huge surprise here. Uh, Russell Brand keeps getting shut down, and uh, now it's YouTube that has said yep. uh, you can't monetize it anymore. He's making like a million dollars a year off his YouTube. Wow. There's been a lot of people that have accused Russell Brand of knowing that all of this stuff was coming down the pipe and him intentionally trying to cultivate an audience uh, online of people that he knew would support him kind of regardless of what was thrown at him. Who knows if that's true or not, but, man, uh, it, Russell Brand does strike me as one of those guys, like, you were saying kind of about Chris Pratt where he's like, he cosplays a nice guy yeah, yeah, yeah. and you don't really feel like that's the genuine person that's so there. So we were talking about this yesterday, I think it was, and I just couldn't figure out why I had a little bit like of a bad taste in my mouth for YouTube doing this. Not because I'm, if if he did this, obviously this is remo- like removal of this platform is deserved in jail time. Obviously that goes without saying, but I think where I get a little frustrated is we're getting the removal of content before proven guilty. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like anyone can accuse anyone of anything. And I actually think that Russell Brand is guilty of this stuff because there's a multi-year investigation by multiple news organizations that were done. But you're right. You have to let it play out. Just like whenever Johnny Depp was going through all of his allegations yep. and then he got, you know, tanked by Disney, you know, going right. forward with everything. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like we're doing... In, a, in the justice system currently, where it's guilt in, and then if you're proven innocent, then great. But then yeah. you have to well, do a lot of even, It's not even pro, it's not even great for guys like Johnny Depp. No, okay. you know, or yeah, still it's, lost pirates. Yeah, still yeah. lost pirates. All of, all of that never came back. Uh, he's also Russell Brand's also been removed from the BBC. They removed all of his content as yeah. uh, well. It's very interesting that these companies, and I get that they need to save face for their brand, but it's just it just. It just is, I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it because then you're immediately guilty in the eyes of the public if you're going to be for, going forward with any type of court proceeding. And finally, uh, Disney Plus, speaking of Disney, uh, has another big hit on their hands. They're saying Elemental, kind of surprising, uh, which was released on September 13th, has drawn 26.4 million views in the first five days of streaming. it didn't do well in theaters. It didn't do well in theaters at all. So it earned $484 million worldwide at the box office, which is really low for a Disney movie. Um, I mean, that was like Pixar, right? Isn't it right? Disney yeah. Pixar? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I've seen it because the kids wanted to watch it, and 
I actually thought it was great, but there's not like the big star power or like a well, big franchise. I mean, I feel like there's it. a couple movies like that, and I think the one that I get elemental, I keep getting comparisons to is Inside Out. Yep. And Inside Out didn't do anything at right. the box office, but it's still one of the best, you know, Disney Pixar movies yep. that they they've made. You know, I, I just don't think it was one of those ones that. Uh, I think people wanted to rush out to the theaters to see it. I think it obviously so much happening in the summer box well, office hits that were just yeah. overshadowing. And we're, and this we're movie. seeing this now, you know, and, and some of the some of the times right. with these Disney movies, you know, it takes a couple years for them to become classic hits, and especially like for you know if your kids are watching it now and they're repeating it, and you know it'll become a classic for them for years to come. Well, and that's and down the, thing, the line because this isn't like a big Disney franchise, you know, like a Toy Story or something sure. like that. Like the kids weren't saying we absolutely have to go see yeah. it the second that it's out in theaters and I'm not going to take my kids to the theater unless they're dragging me yep. to the theater right because it's a process see whenever I think of uh, movies you're you're mentioning this Mahoney that were so big in my eyes that didn't get the love that it deserved like the good dinosaur onward you know onward do, has do Chris not, Pratt in do it. not spread Good dinosaur propaganda. It's too I mean, sad. It's, on this it's show. very sad. It's it is very sad. It's, it's, the saddest, it's the saddest movie ever. It, you know what? It teaches you a life lesson. I don't want to learn that lesson. Or else he's I die. watched that for the first time when I was 37 <laughs> Yo, and I cried. Die Stop. If you don't listen to him. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833 Yo Dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Okay, question. Plain M&M's or peanut M&M's? Green M&M's or other color M&M's? I go for the nuts. And um, you know what green M&M's mean in high school? They meant you were horny. I had this guy that gave me a whole jar of M&M's that were green. We ate them together. It was great. Message deleted. I did not know that green M&M's meant horny. Green meant you were horny never. in general. You never put really? on a mood ring? No. If, if the green mood... with envy and jealousy. No, horny. It's not horny. Mm, horny. Let me Google this. Uh, we're pe- uh, I think all of us here are peanut M&M people. For sure. Peanut M&M's, the superior M&M's, and also green M&M's absolutely because green M&M's are the sluttiest. Uh, peanut, uh, peanut butter M&M's also. My wife's a huge fan of those. She'll Dude, get those like are so good. That's that's her like the you know how calories don't count in cars when you're on a road trip. Yeah, she'll get like the 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 family bag, the orange and, bag, and just like house the mm-hmm. entire thing while we're while we're driving. Sure, she loves you telling those secrets, Dave. <laughs> See, green means horny, doesn't it? No, yes, green. It does. So red is the color of passion and love, but apparently green turns people on. See, so it's yep. not necessarily meaning. I mean, I mean, sure, in a, in a roundabout yeah. way, but I've never heard of people wearing the color green and it being like an arousal. Dude, I did think. Uh, speaking of wearing stuff and horny, uh, I think people did think because I have a lot of like uh, island wear. Yeah, and so a lot of my shirts and shorts pineapples. have pineapples. Yeah, and I think some people were trying to swing. Yeah. Well, we've been telling you this for years. You're like, no, 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 no. Was was I just took it as a I just took it as a compliment. You are those- a man on a cruise in a pineapple shirt. What did you expect? But you're in the Caribbean. That's that's the most common swinging call Absolutely. card that there is. So I have but to ask you: Were some of those people that were trying to swing you? No. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. 
But honey, out of all of the NFL fans out there, which ones do you think are the craziest? And I don't mean like the meanest because that's the Eagles. The, the wildest, probably. I mean, the Bills Mafia is pretty damn crazy. I mean, considering how cold it is in Buffalo and the wild stuff they do with all the tables, it's hard. It's hard to say there's a crazier group than the uh, the Bills Mafia right now. So that's exactly who we're going to talk about. And you didn't know that in advance, which I appreciate the fact that that's the first group that you thought of. But the thing that's always struck me about the Bills Mafia is that while they're wild, they seem like they're very fun-loving and they have good intentions, right? Yeah, they're yes. menaces. Right. Like, like, like the, Eagles fans. Eagles I feel fans like will throw batteries at you, yeah. you know, and, they'll, and they'll insult you and fight you. And there's plenty of NFL fans out there. I feel there. like Raiders fans could even probably be tossed into there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there, there's lots of fans that sometimes get a little bit out of control. Yeah. But the Bills fans, for the most part, just seem like they, they want to go out there drink way too much, and then jump through a folding table. Yeah, I saw you them know? with a baby. I saw a baby. They had a baby-sized folding table, and they took a newborn baby, and they crashed the baby through it. Wow. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh, I thought that you meant, like, they, like, punted it, the baby down on, like, a folding table and, like, it bounced back up or something. I was like, that's not fun-loving. I did see a, uh, a gender reveal where they also used a baby, and they splatted the baby onto the cake, and then it was full of, you know, in a fun way. <laughs> To reveal the gender of their of he their siblings, splatted the baby yeah. on the cake, <laughs> and then pink frosting went everywhere. <laughs> but this Buffalo Bills fan uh, maybe took things a little bit too far. What I did guess he do? He was excited. Ended up with him being rescued by emergency services from a forty foot hole outside of the stadium. I mean, why is there a forty foot hole outside of that stadium Great there in Buffalo? Question. Is this the guy? Oh, so I think I saw this. Wasn't he covered in poop? He was. Uh, so this uh, this unnamed twenty nine year old. Uh, who claims? I think I would stay unnamed as well. <laughs> he, he also claimed, like he didn't, he had no shame in the game uh, when it came to hey, under the influence. He said he was under the influence of alcohol. He'd also uh, done some acid, and he'd also done some cocaine uh, and smoked some marijuana. Uh, he had to be geez. recovered by officials in a twenty-minute rescue operation before the game started. So this isn't even after the game. This is before the game started. Doing a little acid before the. <laughs> Football Doing a little would be acid wild and coke and weed acid. and drinking before the game. You know what you do. Casual. Yeah. <laughs> so security and fans situated outside of the stadium advised cops they'd seen a man strip naked ah. on a on-site porta potty before covering himself in human poop. He then hopped the what? fence into a construction site, which is okay. why there was a giant uh, hole. Uh-huh. So he is naked, covered in poop. In a construction site. In porta potty poop. Yeah. Not just regular poop. That's, that's a whole that's different level of poop. porta poop. Mm-hmm. So they're, bu- uh. they're building a new Bill Stadium, and so that's why there's a bunch of construction, gotcha. but there's obviously a lot of pretty heavy machinery Dude, and big holes. That new stadium's cursed. Now it, it is. is. From this man. You ruined it. Yep. You ruined it. <laughs> you there's rebuild. the ghost of poop past. <laughs> so he fell into a giant hole, <laughs> a 40-foot hole, <laughs> Covered in poop, totally naked on acid and cocaine and weed and after being very drunk. He got rescued and thankfully he only got cut like on his forehead. He had to be transported to a hospital where he was evaluated by medical staff. But yeah, uh, maybe the uh, the tailgating, the pregame went a little bit too far even for a Bills fan. I mean, I don't know why I'm judging so hard because obviously like porta potty poop covering yourself and being butt naked. But it adds a layer of just like, what are you doing when you're 29? Yeah, yeah you should know better. You should know you're better than to cover yourself you're, you're, Like poop. you're almost 30 You're always going to be the porta potty poop guy for the rest of your life now. Yeah, and you're in fact covering yourself in porta potty poop, you're never young enough and you're definitely old enough to... To know better than to cover yourself in poop. Even as a toddler, if you were on acid, you should know not to cover yourself in porta potty poop. 
Uh. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 